Welcome to TV Talk, the podcast about television, over at thewordprint.com. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Workprints TV Talk, Harley Talk, Episode 2. I'm your host, Christian, and with me again today is Rob. Hello, people, party people, <laughs> those of you who are quarantined, which is uh, everybody right now. Yeah, so. I was going to say, that's kind of encompassing just about <laughs> the whole gamut. So today, we're going to be talking about the second episode of Harley Quinn Season 2, called uh, Riddle You. And, yes. Uh, yeah, we're just going to... I guess delve into it, but before that, I, I mentioned last time, Rob, can you tell us anything about the script that you're writing? Oh, uh, yes, uh, slightly, a little bit more, um, it's going to be a bottle episode, Okay, and it's going to be in the vein of, I, I guess, like a Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> okay. And it's going to include, like, every character. Even Mr. Mixopitalix. Oh my gosh, that'd be amazing. Uh, Mm -hmm. I would even dig it if he was, like, Springer himself, but I'll I'll let you, you know, creatively decide and stuff. (laughs) But with this episode, riddle me this. What has ten fingers, but only two of them work? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) The middle fingers, obviously. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. And that's kind of like what this episode is. It's like a huge fuck you to everything that Riddler knows. Mm-hmm. Riddler, by the way, uh, played brilliantly by Jim Rash. Yes, definitely. I'm actually going to mention that in the uh, in the article, but yeah. Uh, but uh, he has his own university. So, mm-hmm. like, okay, that's cool. Well, that, I, that's... I also think it's super cool because, uh, you know, he played Dean Pelton in Community, so this was, like, poetically fitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and, like, the thing is that they go on so many great jokes. They mm-hmm. <laughs> they do, like, almost a, a kite man joke where he's cute but slightly creepy. They go on Two-Face Goons. Let's Mm -hmm. go on the Two-Face Goons, which is interesting because it's like now they're delving into different territories. They are. We're seeing the the map divide, which is nice. And it's it's great because those small scenes were just the um, kind of like uh, the B-plot. So they're like, we get a nice sense of geography without it being super distractive, which I like a lot. Yes. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And we get Clayface, who is possibly playing his best role ever. Stefani! <laughs> like, how how cool is that? Like, it, it, Clayface is kind of like, alright, I'm going to now delve into this role of like, a, almost a Becky-like role. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, but he's kind of like, he's really hamming it up. I mean, he's always hammed it up, but this one in particular was just fantastic. He just delves so deep into the character. 
and the over-exaggerated acting, the the uh, the cool girl from out of Jet Transfer Student. Like he's really he becomes that character. <laughs> he does. He becomes that character. Yeah. Uh, and, one of my favorite uh, lines from him. Uh, this one was the uh, the purity ring. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I picked up on that too. I'm like, you know what? He just said purity ring. So I'm like, okay, all right, I can deal well, with it, that. Yeah, but like he he was he hints that Ch- oh, was his name Chad. He gave mm-hmm. it to him, and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You fucked Chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he but went on this whole it, screen about he totally that. Banged that. <laughs> and he would not let that go. <laughs> and it's like, all right, it, 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 like if you guys aren't watching this right now, you should be. Cause it's, yeah, exactly. It, 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 it's fucking amazing. And I like how they kind of went into... Like almost like a 1984 ish, uh, like, like we're doing this right now. We're going into college. We're playing this up. I like that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, could do you want to talk a little bit about how Riddler University, or I'm sorry, Riddle U Riddle works? You, yes. That's also a clever wordplay because it's normally Riddle Me, mm-hmm. etc. Riddle Me this. And they totally flipped it. Riddle you, as you said, the big yeah. fingers oh, everything it, in this episode. And, like, the fact that in Riddle You, there is Barbara Gordon and her mm-hmm. dad's crashing. <laughs> which which is insane mm-hmm. because he's, like, the most depressing guy ever. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Dad, you got to get out. Come on. Like, um, you gotta do something. And Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are like, yeah, you're... You're kind of sad right now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm but, not gonna lie. I lo- Dude, I love how every episode we just see Gordon go more and more into this wallowing state. Yeah, he and goes I, into I think the it only, It's only really funny because he's so wholehearted and good in, mm-hmm. like, the real Batman lore. Just seeing him on such a downer without his BFF. It's so funny to yeah, me. Well, yeah. I don't know why. And, and, and the funny thing is that Harley, like, super wants to just go into the the lifestyle that is college that we've all kind of, well, maybe not all of, all of us, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but she wants to go super into just that lifestyle and Poison Ivy's like look we gotta have like we have a thing to do Mm -hmm. and she like goes as far as like doing the ice luge so I'm like okay that's cool ice luge shots that's brilliant ice luge shots yes and I, I didn't know that was a real thing apparently it is yeah that's uh, pretty cool. I, I kind of want to do it myself, but I'm like, I'm not in my 20s anymore. <laughs> I, I've done it before, and it's super weird. Yeah? Uh, I will say that. But uh, the thing is that I like the fact that Harley and Poison Ivy are outdone by Clayface. Yes. Clayface is just kind of like milking it completely. 
So, like, what I loved about this episode is, yes, it's all it's all about the university, but the big selling point is, all right, let's get Harley, let's get Ivy, and make them co-eds, and mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 kind of fanboy, but it doesn't go in that direction. And no, no, yeah, the best, yeah. The best part is the 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 co-ed that stands out the most, the best college girl among the college girls is fucking Clayface. It's Clayface. <laughs> or Stephanie, and- whatever. Let's not uh, denigrate the B plot, which is Doctor Psycho and um, King and Shark. King Shark. Yes. Oh my gosh. Which, like, I like how they pair. Like, n- now they're pairing them off. Yeah. No. Same here, dude. I I absolutely love this too. And they're such a great pairing because they're both kind of extremes in different ways. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, well, the thing is that Doctor Psycho is such an asshole sometimes <laughs> yeah and like well you compare him or you contrast him to somebody like king shark who is like he's also kind of like a sweetie pie he's yeah i, I was gonna say you're right like he he's really sweet he's been nothing but supportive this entire series <laughs> when you like when you really analyze like king shark He's just been nothing but a BFF to Harley and the gang. He's he's, he's taken the hits. He sacrificed his fin, like, in season one for a little bit. Uh, he's just done nothing but love them. And the funny thing is, is, there's no context to this. We don't get... We actually don't have a King Shark backstory as to why he joined the crew. He just kind of did. Oh, yeah, totally. Completely. Yeah. Uh, I... Like, is... I have to ask, uh, is there any particular joke that, like, really landed for you? Mm-hmm. Um, this this one I laughed a lot, which was great because exactly like, you know, like, now is a great too. time for this. Um, uh, there was one that made me laugh out loud, like like quite literally. Um, I'm trying to remember though. I think it was something in the fr- oh, you know what? It was one of the uh, the Clayface lines with um Stefani. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember which one, but it might it might have been the purity ring one. But <laughs> that was it, a good. That let's be honest. That was a good line. That was because you kind of didn't see it out of nowhere. Um. Oh no! You know what it was? It was the. It was Gordon. Uh, he finds the chip in his chest. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's what it was. I'm just like that's disgusting, but also I love how low you are right now. Yeah, there is a chip. It was so. So depressing, but it was kind of like yeah, that's on brand for you, Gordon. Yeah, he's like, uh, the line was, chest hairs are great because you can find chips in them <laughs> which later on or something. Or they can collect chips. And he just picks one out and he's like, that's yeah. not a chip. <laughs> I, I, I want to say this too also. Uh, we see the, uh, I, I guess, the coming out of Batgirl. Yes. Which is actually pretty cool because, and I I like how this is handled because Barbara's kind of like I can't stay in my room anymore and they kind of go on the fact that Barbara likes Batman and Harley likes Batman Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's kind of like their impetus to to do shit so yeah yeah that's the funny thing about this series is Batman's kind of a likable character, but you don't really give a shit about him as much because the villains. No, yeah, that's the thing. thing. Yeah, he's not. They don't. Like, they don't hate him, which is ironic. The only person who actually hates him 
is the Joker, but that's also because he's absolutely in love with him. <laughs> so yeah, no, like completely, completely true. Yeah, the series is brilliant in that sense because you and... kind of root for all the bad guys as well. <laughs> Well, that's not like it's a series of bad guys that you want to root for because they're kind of like the underdogs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And it's kind of like, well, now I don't want to root for Batman anymore. <laughs> like, as much as I love Batman, I'm like, mm, you know what? I, I'm more on the like the, the Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn dynamic. No, same. Right now. Yeah. I, I do like that she's taken a kind of I'm just going to approach this one at a time role of like taking down her her mm -hmm. uh, her Injustice League uh, cohorts. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I think that this second series is going to be more of that kind of like taking them down one at a time and just like raising in the ranks. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and. Oh, go ahead. What was that? No, no, it says, uh, go ahead. No, <laughs> didn't want to cut you off. No, I, 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 like, I am super, super into this series right now. Oh, no, And oddly enough, um, watching the whole first season and now these uh, couple of episodes in the second season, I'm realizing that I like to write for bad guys. <laughs> That's dope. This introduced to you a whole other point of view and like mm -hmm. style. That's dope, man. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, you've written a Rick and Morty script, correct? Yes. And like Rick is actually kind of fun to write for as yeah, much as he's an asshole. Want. He's mm -hmm. actually kind of fun to write for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, um, and but it's weird because I I approach it uh, oh, I don't I don't write Rick as a villain or a hero. I write it and how I'd imagine Dan Harmon would write a story. That's kind of how I approach those. <laughs> okay, groups. that, that so, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so it's kind of just see how far this can go and then see what uh, monomythic story structure it can fall into place. It's like, oh, okay, what lessons do we learn here? What does Rick do? What do we take away from it? The end. So that's kind of like how I approach that script. Oddly enough, I think that um, especially in these episodes too, uh, like for uh, Harley Quinn and whatnot, there's got to be a lesson. Um. Yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, for me though, like the the lessons always seem to just be about friendship and, and stuff. Uh, what do you what do you take away from it? Um, I you know what I take away the same thing. Okay. <laughs> no, it, there, there's got to be a friendship, whether it's like pairing off, like uh, these dudes or these women and whatnot. There's got to be something, some, some kernel of friendship there, and yeah. with Harley and Poison Ivy, like again, I kind of compare them to uh, Daria and uh, and Jane, but it's one of those things where it's like alright well A it's gotta be fun mm -hmm. B it has to be entertaining mm -hmm. like all of that shit so no absolutely um and yeah like I 
I just love this series overall. Like, I don't have anything negative to say about it, which is weird. And it's not because it's, like, super complicated, and it's not because it's incredibly simple. It's just that perfect medium mm-hmm. of, like, entertainment and happiness with at the same time being kind of gritty uh, that I, I think is super necessary right now for people like us, especially. <laughs> I do like the fact that they, they are also going on certain plot lines. Like, mm-hmm. now, in the second series... They're kind of doing, like, a no-man's-land type thing. Yeah. So, like, for those of you who have not read the comics, this kind of gives you, like, a a slight intimation into what's going on in the DC universe. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if they're going to go slightly... Uh, like, I don't know if they're going to go into um, other comics, but mm-hmm. I would hope they do. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of have free reign with this because this isn't attached to any universe except mm-hmm. its own, which is kind of awesome in that sense because they can really just do whatever they want. Um, Where would you like to see them go with this? I don't know, because the thing is, is, I don't actually read the Harley Quinn ones. I heard that the new 52 version of Harley and Ivy is supposed to be amazing, and that's what ins- has yeah, inspired... Yeah, i heard a, a little bit of them. Yeah, I heard that's what's inspired a lot of uh, this arc, uh, this particular arc of Harley's kind of emanci- emanciated? No, emancipation? Emancipation. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just like, I forget the word. Yeah, uh, journey of, like freeing herself basically from Riddler and uh, not Riddler uh, from Joker and stuff um, so I am curious to read more about them and see where that can go um, and that said it, I guess it can go in any direction really right I mean the, so, the thing is um, that Harley has so many enemies I yeah and, and that's the weird thing is I don't really know you know it would be funny as an enemy and I, I don't know if they'd pivot more into it um, Damien <laughs> oh, I, I well, I think I think they're going to go into Damien territory. Yeah, which would be interesting because Damien is the he's the son of Talia and Batman, correct? Mm-hmm. So, and Damien's kind of like a firebrand. Yes. So they could. Actually, you know, that would be interesting if Damien now was Harley's, like, enemy. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if he ends up being their main rival? Especially because this is a, technically a Batman-less world at the moment, so. That would be, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would love to see that. Yeah, but same. The funny thing is, like, Harley has so many enemies, and Batman has so many enemies. So, it's... And I keep going to Venture Brothers, but, like, Venture Brothers could pull anything out. And they could create new characters ad infinitum. With Harley, they've already done this once with Kite Man. (laughs) Yeah. Who is probably one of the coolest people... He's probably one of the coolest characters I've ever known. Because mm-hmm. he's so dumb, but he's so brilliant, too. Absolutely. And I, I like that they brought him back, even if it was only for a minute here. And mm-hmm. that they're still together, as we saw. It's like, oh, hey, babe. Or boo, or whatever he calls her. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, no. And... He, uh, 
uh, what like, is it? He, the, the the line was something along the lines of, "Look at you guys as hot coeds. You know, my my girlfriend is gonna be grief envy and." Harley's just like, ugh, you guys are disgusting. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, okay, man, you could you could turn it down a notch a little bit. But you have like when writing for a character like that, it's Mm -hmm. kinda like, no, you don't turn it up. Or you don't turn it down, you turn it up. Yeah, yeah. And it hits harder too, because Ivy is so like not like that normally, but when she's around him, she opens up and she turns sweet, even if it's super cheesy. And, and that's I like, like that. that's such a cool character study. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because uh, for me and my girlfriend, it's kind of like I turn it up all the time, and <laughs> she turns it way down. And she is like, somehow we work. Oh, that's dope. It's, you you it's meet kinda, somewhere in the it's middle. It's kind of weird, but I like I totally get that dichotomy. Yeah. And uh, like I, I would love to. Because, like, I don't want to ship any characters when writing for them, but mm-hmm. it would be interesting to pair a couple of characters romantically off. Okay. But kind of like one of those, like, uh, nonchalant type things where it's, like, you don't you don't hit it hard. You just hit it just right. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I would... It's weird. Like, I would like to see Harley and Ivy in a thing, but I don't want to lose Kite Man. Is it? Is there any well, way this you know could what? be a multiple I, thing? You know, I could see Kite Man being like, you know what? I'm polyamorous, man. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the direction they're going to go because too many people love Kite Man. They might just do a poly thing, which would be dope. Yeah. He's like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what? Like, you want to do a thruple? That's cool. I'm good with that. <laughs> Kite man out. <laughs> I can see that happening. But like, sadly, and the weird thing, and I'm going to, this is going to sound super, super weird, but I could see Kite man orgasming and be like, Kite man out. <laughs> that's his, that's his O, o his O line. Yeah, that, that, that's his like O face. <laughs> Kite out. out as he pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you know, now I'm going to have to write that into a script. Oh, God, so filthy. But then it's like, it's Harley Quinn, so there really isn't a line anymore, is there? <laughs> well, that's the like, and this is what I love about this series. There's, like, no line drawn. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's on the table. Yeah, that's, that's very much what makes this series great. Was there any... Oh, so bringing that up, then bringing it back to this episode, was there mm-hmm. a twist or a turn or something you didn't see coming for this one in particular? Was there? You're mm-hmm. asking me? Yes. Um, let's see. Because I'm looking through my notes right now. Um, I'm probably going to say... Uh, what... It wasn't the barber thing because I kind of figured that would happen. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed not that you sure. caught it. Well, I mean, maybe I was just 
uh, being simple about it, but I didn't see that coming actually, because <laughs> uh, I was just like, okay, so she's she's this uh, tour guide. Oh, okay, she's really athletic. Whatever. I don't know why they're obsessing with this character. She's probably going to be a killable one-off character. And then I discovered that, of course, she's 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 Barbara Gordon. That like, wow. um, <laughs> honestly, so, I, I, I will say, yeah, that was to me kind of a twist, um, but kind of saw that coming uh i don't know it's like the thing is that it was such a good episode that i well uh, you, the, like the whole riddler thing i was kind of interested in because jim rash plays a a really great riddler and mm-hmm. b i i didn't see like oh all right riddler like the whole thing is that he's got a college right now okay Mm-hmm. That's cool, and like the like the Riddler is really hard to not not the hard not hard to write for, but he's uh, really hard to figure out at times, mm-hmm. and that's Agreed. what makes him awesome. So with the university, I'm like, okay, you are doing a new joke right now and he's like I don't do jokes Riddler like uh, the Joker does jokes I do riddles <laughs> yeah um it, to to jump in on that uh, one of the things I loved about it because it's you're right it's he's the Riddler he does riddles he's supposed to be very brilliant and he, he is for the most part he's one of the smarter of the mm-hmm. uh, Batman henches but I found it really 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 funny that this super genius, who is the only person in Gotham who's discovered how to have power and water running uh, efficiently. Yes. And you you think, okay, what what is he doing? He probably has control of the grid or something. Or, you know, you think it's something, like, brilliant. It's not. <laughs> and it's, it's something just, really people, simple. Yeah, he just has people running on a freaking hamster wheel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, the hamster wheels. Uh, by the way, uh, yeah. I have not loved people running on hamster wheels as much as I did this episode. I don't even know why. But... Because it's it, so ridiculous! It, it makes no so sense, but it's weird. great. It's like, but no, the it's, thing it's is good. that honestly, yeah. that kind of reminds me of like the Batman games, where he would have like really com- complex but simple things for you to, to go on. <laughs> and it's like, and it's the Riddler. Like, for, like, most of the Batman games, it's kind of like him just having you find clues, and that's it. It's like, okay, I thought that it would have been a little bit more complex, but I'll give you this. I'll give you this, Edward Enigma. That's totally fine. All right, so I guess that kind of wraps up everything. Uh, I'm your host, Christian. You can follow me on theworkprint.com, XN underscore Angelus on Facebook. Or on uh, Twitter and Instagram, Christian Angelus on Facebook, xnangelus.com on my website whenever I get that up and running. Uh, and yeah, that's basically it. We'll be doing these every uh, every week, every Friday. And uh, Rob, yes. where can people follow you? And I'm Robert Jake Jowski, and you can follow me on the work print as well. I will be doing what we do in the shadows very soon. And yeah, that that's this. <laughs> I, I, I also do... <laughs> another podcast called after the credits you could follow me hopefully in your movie theater soon <laughs> or yeah. on your television show but yeah uh yes that's 
That's my bet. Awesome, dude. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Uh, have a happy, crazy, university-powered hamster wheelie time. <laughs> yes. All right. Take care.